and welcome to the 10th episode of the Tennis Podcast. I am your star host, Nick. I am the also co-star host, Brandon. Well, that's my sidekick, Brandon. And today, it is a special day. We are 10 episodes into the Tennis Podcast. And Brandon has a top 10-ish list for us to cover. I have this week done yeoman's work in compiling. I actually did the compiling. I, I crunched the numbers. I did the data to create today's top 10 list. Uh, but in addition to the top 10 items I have here, I've went ahead and collected the uh, top 50 and why don't I just tell you what we're talking about? Are nice. you ready? It's the top 10 Google monsters. Top 10. The top 10 Google monsters. You're going to have to explain that. Spooktober continues with the top 10 Google monsters. Do you want me to explain for the folks at home what Google monsters are? Uh, please. Google monsters is what I'm calling my list. It is the top 10 most popular monsters by Google Trends. Those Google trends uh, are from the inception of Google in 2004 to present. These are the average, the average popularity in Google trends for each monster, but limited to the U.S. only, which is so will be interesting for some parts of this list that are some monsters on this list are clearly not domestic. Are you saying that these are the top ten monsters that have been? searched on Google since 2004? Yeah. So, US. what I did and anyone can do this if you have um, no life. You're a loser. You take a list, a big, big list of all the monsters you, you and Google can possibly think of and then you go to trends.google.com and you have a, a monster fight between each of them. So, you might put in Dracula and compare Dracula to the Wolfman and whichever one has the higher average Google trend search rating wins and you do that hundreds and hundreds of times for for the top 50 animals that you were able to locate or not 50 animals some of them are animals <laughs> 50 yeah that, that's the other thing is what are these monsters what is the criteria for a monster does this include like horror monsters yes there are so monsters is loosely defined I mean Technically, I could have put Bill Cosby on this list. He would have been number one because of Google search um, and not just because of all the raping. I Googled list of monsters and Google immediately popped up with a whole ton of monster names. I also added in every movie monster that I could either think of or come across through a Google search. And then I further defined a monster by something if you woke up in the night and it was in your room it would be bad go cosby applies there but what about like urban legend monsters i was afraid that you would mention that because i in my feverish uh, note taking right before we began i discovered that i had left slender man off the list and i know slender man is a monster and if i woke up in the night and he was in my room that would be bad Okay, are some of these like general monsters? So, not like a specific named monster like oh. Dracula. Oh, no. But also just like... It's both. Okay. There is... This is stupid. No. There is the impersonal uh, genre of monster. But then in some cases, a monster 
is so well known, like the Universal Movie Monsters. You couldn't make this list without the Mount Rushmore of Universal Movie Monsters. Dracula, Wolfman, Frankenstein, The Mummy, and The Invisible Man, which I don't really think is a monster. But anyway, uh, yeah, they're all on here. And if you can think of a monster that's not on my list, feel free to go on Twitter and don't tell us because it's too late. I already did the list. How do they find us on Twitter, Brandon? You can search for 10-ish pod or podcast. No, it's pod. pod. You for, search for 10-ish po- pod on Twitter. One last thing and then we'll get to the list. This is Spooktober and last week on episode 9, we did cover the top 10-ish most popular Halloween costumes of 2017. Brandon eating a hot dog over a trash can at the airport did not top the list. Uh, and then in episode 8 for Spooktober, we covered the top 10 most prolific serial killers in American history. Let me tell you the spookiest thing about Spooktober Mm -hmm. is I've been living in the twilight zone for about a month because I know the truth that I have never eaten a hot dog in Nick's presence, nor have I eaten any type of food on top of a trash can in the Atlanta airport ever, including within or outside of Nick's presence. And we are all being gaslit by... The number one monster on this list, <laughs> Nick. Oh, it's not Sully from Monsters, Inc.? No. Uh, no, no, the Monsters, Inc. I didn't think of those guys. They're too cute. If you woke up in the night and they were in your room, you would just say, like, hi. Uh, if, if an unwelcome guest of any kind was in my room in the middle of the night, I don't know if that would be my first reaction. Hi. But despite that, Brandon, let's get to it. Okay. So, I have a list, a full list of 50 monsters including proper names, and then I have the top 10. Actually, I have 51. I lied. There's 51, and 51 is the worst. I think what we should do here is uh, first, tell me someone, tell me some monsters that you are positive are not in the top 10. Sully and Mike Wazowski. No, they're not not in the top 10 because they're not on the list because they're not spooky. Demon Cat. Demon Cat is not on the list. What about, uh, I don't even know. What about the devil? Is the devil included? The devil devil is not on here. I actually think if I woke up in the night and the devil was in my room, that would be badass. And it never occurred to me that people would consider the devil a monster. However, there there is a monster very close to... Lucifer himself on this list. Really? Yeah. And this isn't, I mean, this is partly my list, but this is also the United States list. I was at the mercy of what people have been Google searching. For instance, Pinhead. You know, guy with the pins in his head? Wait, like the Pinhead skit from Saturday Night Live? No, Pinhead from Hellraiser. Oh. Pinhead's not in the top 10. He's number 38. He And Pinhead is number 38 just behind Jason Voorhees. I'm actually, well, I'm surprised two things. I'm surprised Pinhead is so high and I'm surprised Jason Voorhees is so low. That's why this is going to be an adventure. Jason Voorhees is number 37. I was shocked that he did not crack, crack the top 10. When you think of Halloween and you think of spooky monsters, Jason in that hockey mask is is among the top, but not not for people... Not for the people's fingertips 
when they're at the Google? Well, all right, let's just get into it then. We'll get, here's how I think this should work. Let's get into it. You start guessing. When you guess a monster that is not in the top 10, but I have some of Brandon's bullet points on. Oh, Jesus Christ. We can talk Hang about on. that. So, I get all kinds of shits for, shit for Nick's notes last week and here you come along with Brandon's bullet points. I gotta points. keep up. Anyway. Are they literally bullet points? No, they're just little notes. But nothing else started with B. So, uh, boring. we'll go through here uh, and then at the end, I'll give you the... F- bad. Huh? Boring and bad start with B and those seem more applicable than bullet points. They are neither boring no, nor bad. Uh, at the end, right. I'll give us the full list uh, and it'll blow your mind. So, did you say that you're not going to reveal the ranking? I am going to reveal the ranking because I think okay. the ranking is uh, a key part in, in in having your mind blown about the Google monsters. All right, I'm going to start guessing. I have someone in mind. Give me one. The Loch Ness Monster. The Loch Ness Monster did not crack the top 10 and nowhere close. The Loch Ness Monster is number 31. Higher than Jason though. He is higher than Jason. Now, keep in mind this is based on Google search. So, if people just feel that they intrinsically know Jason, they don't have to search it. The Loch Ness Monster is number 31. If you're not familiar with the Loch Ness Monster... He is what appears to be a very gentle looking uh, (laughs) sauropod dinosaur with uh, flippers for legs and he just looks really cute and sweet. I can't imagine that he's... Well, you're referring to one image of him. We don't actually know what he looks like. No, there's only one image and it's a shadow or it's a silhouette and it looks like a guy sticking his hand out of the water making a duck with his hand. Uh, I think that was proved to be a toy later. There's no such thing as a Loch Ness Monster. Sorry, everybody. It would be cool if it was, but there's not. And he's wow. number 31. He didn't even get close. He didn't sniff the top 10. Well, I'm a little offended, first of all, that you uh, tarnished my beliefs in the Loch Ness Monster, my faith. Uh, by the way, on Jason, it's possible that he would be higher because people are searching Friday the 13th instead of Jason Voorhees. Possibly. Um, all right. So, no Loch Ness. What about Bigfoot slash Sasquatch? Bigfoot is number eight on the top 10. Is it under the name Bigfoot? It is under the name Bigfoot. Uh, I searched for Yeti, but that was all screwed Yeti, up yeah. because of the um, overpriced drinkware. Man, lots of uh, hot takes from a hot take our on uh, Yeti. little sidekick host. Hot, uh, let me give you all a tip. Well, there was Yeti. There was also Loch Ness, which you- Hot take on Loch Ness def- is he's not a monster. Hot take on Yeti products is that they're good products, but- if you want a cup to keep your drink cold, just go to Walmart and get the Ozark Trail version. It's the same thing. Mm. Uh, but Bigfoot is a real thing. He's a real hairy man who lives in Saskatchewan. He's not a man, but go ahead. He is a big hairy ape man, the skunk man, <laughs> the skunk ape. The skunk ape uh, lives in Saskatchewan. That's where the name Sasquatch comes from. People always find imprints of his feet and then fill them up with plaster and show people, look how big his damn feet are. And Les Stroud, TV Survivor Man, has uh, given several interviews where he plays sounds that he says is a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch flipping out in the forest near his camp. It might be mating calls. He might. Well... It's a real life furry. 
<laughs> well, Lestrad plays the harmonica, which sounds a little bit like a Bigfoot's cry. He might have lured him to his camp inadvertently. <laughs> Just a big a Bigfoot with a boner. <laughs> you think his foot's uh, big? Well, have you? What do you take? What's your take famous on the uh, that famous film? What's it called? Oh, the, uh, the not, not Zapruder, the Patterson. But, uh, yeah, Zapruder. Yeah, uh, the Patterson Patterson film. If, yeah. if I'll explain for the folks at home. The Patterson film is a bit of footage from like the late '60s or early '70s with uh, Monkey Man walking away from the camera, and at one point he turns around and looks like he looks at him yeah, like well, the fuck. Are you still looking at me? And then he keeps he, going. Okay. It's it's two guys who were in, I think, the Yellowstone area, right? I don't know. And they were just camping or whatever. And they say they saw a Bigfoot, pulled out their camera and captured like 20 or so seconds. 20 or so seconds of this Bigfoot walking in the, away from them. And then he turns over and looks at them over his shoulder. Now, this this is a giant ape looking creature, probably eight or nine feet tall. And it's walking straight and away. And I'd say, you know, for late 60s, it's fairly compelling. Uh, it's been the subject of a lot of, it's one of the key pieces of Bigfoot research out there. And I know that, I don't know if it's Patterson or the other guy, but. Zapruder? <laughs> he went to his deathbed claiming that it was not a hoax still, despite lots of claims for such. Uh. I've seen research that says from, you know, quote unquote experts that say that no, that they've studied the gate of you know, the walking gate of the creature mm -hmm. and no human could do that gate naturally. Um, and then I've seen others that say like it's clearly a costume. So, to this day, it is the subject of... Going to your... Going to your... Uh, to your go, grave. Go to your Google machine. Go to your Google machine and search the Patterson film real quick. It's like 30 seconds long. You watch it and you let us know what you think. It is... I will say it's really easy to go to your deathbed lying. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I'm not like, saying that's definitive proof. I'm just saying In that. fact, on my deathbed, I'm going to confess to all kinds of shit I never did. <laughs> like that you ate the hot dog? Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, on my deathbed, I'll just lie and tell you guys I ate that hot dog and say hashtag hot dog Brandon. But the truth for the whole time I'm alive is hashtag hot dog Nick. Nick ate that. He's trying to get in front of this. He's trying. He's trying to bamboozle are millions right. of listeners, including Leonardo DiCaprio, into thinking I'm the disgusting pig that he is. And Mike Shyamalan, uh, do you have any other, well, they're not actually bullet points, but do you have any other scribbles written down about Bigfoot you want to talk about? No, I tried to search for a, a dominable snowman and I couldn't find, I couldn't find anything. Abdominal? Ab abdominal. Abominable. Right. It's a is, snowman. Is snowman? He has a and he has a big abdomen. Yes, he has a very cut eight pack from walking up and down the mountain. Ad, adom, abominable. 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 Isn't it abominable? Abominable snowman. Oh, it is abominable. Yep. Isn't that that's the yeti though? Isn't it? Yeah. Well, not Bigfoot. Th I think they're all they're all flavors of the same. Skunk yeah, ape. well, I think the Yeti slash the abdominal snowman is supposedly like the uh, winter or the cold weather version of right. Bigfoot in other parts of the world. In, but he's not on the list? No. In Oklahoma, we've got the skunk ape. This is a big monkey and he stinks. <laughs> okay. Bigfoot, number eight. Guess again. Chupacabra. Chupacabra is number 19 on the list. Chupacabra, for those who don't know, off the top of my head, I can tell you, 
Chupacabra is Spanish for goat sucker. A chupacabra. Hang on, you said chupacabra or Brandon? What? No, he is a hairless little dog monkey and he creeps into farms in the night and he sucks the blood of goats and chickens and other stuff. And I've seen some pictures of him and it just looks like a dog with mange. Uh, chupacabra is not is number nineteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go through some more urban legends before I get into other categories. Okay. What about isn't there a Jersey Devil? Jersey Devil is not on the list. He didn't rank high enough. Not even in the top fifty. Huh? No. Okay. He, How about he's just a little devil boy who flies around? <laughs> Hell of an ass too. Okay. What about? Well, you said no Jason Voorhees. What about Michael Myers? Michael Myers is number 18. He's wow. He just barely edged out the, Koopa, the Chupacabra. <laughs> the Koopa. The, Koop- the Koopacabra. Yeah. Is King Koopa on here? No. Michael Myers, in case you just woke up from a 30-year nap or you're five years old, Michael Myers is the villain in the Halloween series. And I think between... Michael Myers, Jason, and Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers. Michael Myers is my favorite as far as being spooky. I like Jason because he just keeps coming back. Well, so does Michael keeps Myers. coming back for more. Yeah, but there's more Jason films. Uh, there's a new Halloween movie come out. looks good. Yeah. In fact, I think it comes out today, the day we're recording this at Hot least. Hot damn. Yeah. Michael Myers. Brandon, you and I are going to have to go see that movie separately with other people and then talk about it. Not together? Hey, is King Koopa and Bowser the same person? I don't know. Well, he's not a person. I don't know. I think they are. King Koopa was... His name's Bowser Koopa. Koopa. Was he... I don't know. All right, is Freddy Krueger Kruger on here? Freddy Krueger is number 26. Get this. Freddy Krueger is behind such no-name bullshit mythology monsters as Cerberus. The three-headed dog that guards Hades. That's number 25. Number 24 is Chimera, which is some kind of Greek female monster that's kind of like the Sphinx. Uh, Behind number 23, Cyclops. Just a guy with... Cyclops is above Freddy. Yes. And Jason and Loch Ness. And Pinhead. Number 22 is Kraken. The Kraken, uh, that, that one I can see. That octopus, giant octopus with a sharp beak. Yeah, release the Kraken. And number 21, Gollum, which in, in Jewish folklore is a monster that's made out of inanimate objects, most often dirt and mud. And I found out today that Clayface from Batman must be a Gollum. But yeah, Freddy Krueger is number 26 behind all those no name goofballs. <laughs> goofballs okay if you saw any one of them in your room in the middle of the night you'd be scared especially the fucking kraken by the way oh, speaking of things i wouldn't want to see in the middle of the night waking up i would not want to see the the uh large woman stuffing a hot dog down at the end of the conjuring from uh the time i saw the conjuring mm. in the corner of my bedroom greedily snorting over a hot dog at the climax of a you know, top 10 horror film, box office wise. Yeah, I saw that once at the uh, airport in Atlanta. It was disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Go back to episode five of our little podcast here if you want some uh, context on that. All right, I have some more guesses. Mm -hmm. Although I'm 
a lot of the things I would have expected to be in the top 10 are not. I've only got one from the top 10 so far. That's Bigfoot at number eight. Is that right? Yeah. You got to open your mind up. Okay. Uh, Frankenstein's monster. Frankenstein. Frankenstein slash Frankenstein's monster is number six. Frankenstein on another list that I found, a list made by a journalist, Frankenstein was number one on the movie monsters list, which I... Journalism's just a fake degree anyway. What is? Journalism. Yeah. I don't actually think Frankenstein is scary. Okay. So, someone sews together a mad scientist, uh, sews together a bunch of different dead body parts yeah, together. That's Electroshocks electric shocks him back to the living. That's spooky. Okay. But he's... But when he wakes up, he's gentle and stupid. But he'll still rip your fucking head off. Does he rip anybody's head off? Well, I'm sure he's capable. The only thing I remember is that he threw flowers into the water in the movie with the little girl. Did he also throw the girl into the water? Are you talking like the original, original Yeah, movie? didn't he like break her skull in his bare hands and throw her in the water or something? I mean, I can't recall for sure, but it sounds like something he could okay, do. Okay, that yes. would so actually be that... pretty cool. Yeah, well, cool slash scary. Yeah, well, then I guess he's scary. He's number six on the list. You know, aren't you surprised there's not more like reboots or remakes of Frankenstein out there? Well, they keep trying. There was a recent movie called I, Frankenstein starring a very handsome man. Was that David Radcliffe? <laughs> no. it <laughs> Wasn't he in that? I don't know. It was starring... Uh, I can't remember his name. Oh, it was, uh, it was the guy who played Two-Face. Yeah, Harvey Dent uh, from... Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, Aaron Eckhart. One of Hang on, the, you do, I know an actor's name that you don't know? Well, I knew it after you said it out loud. Oh, okay. Um, Aaron Eckhart is a dashingly handsome man who they made into wow. Frankenstein by putting some scarves on the side of his face. <laughs> and, and I never saw it. It just looked like he was a superhero. First of all, let's be clear. He wasn't Franken... Or wait, was he Frankenstein or Frankenstein's Yes, monster? I know. I knew some... Fucking nitwit was going to get in my grill about Frankenstein versus Frankenstein's monster. I know. We like to be accurate on this show. I know. Hey, I know you're not, as far as I know, you're not a homosexual. But you seem to be taken with this gentleman. Aaron so, Eckhart? what you could do. He is it. Yeah, well, you, but that's the thing. Hang on, let me finish. Uh, if you both dress up in furry costumes, then it's not gay anymore. <laughs> then it's Bigfoot sex. Uh, no, he is a handsome man and that was, I think one of the main complaints about that movie is that Frankenstein is a, is a hideous, undead, sewn together. Yeah, no one good looking is smart. Smart enough to be a scientist. Right. But you know, Aaron Eckhart's a listener of the show. Sorry, so Aaron, you're too good looking think, to be Frankenstein. Yeah, I never saw the movie. But you know, you're all this talk about modern day Frankenstein, Frankenstein reboots. Yeah. Got me thinking about another recent reboot with another good-looking man yeah. who I just forgot as I started talking about it. Uh, it was the Dracula, recent Dracula movie. <laughs> who was in that? Dracula Untold? Maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't see it. it I, I know that Dracula Untold was, in a, was an attempt to restart or begin a... Um, a universal monster cinematic universe, similar to like Marvel or... Yeah, because every movie these days has to have its own universe. Right, but it didn't do very well. Uh, Dracula is number 11. 
Dracula did not crack the top 10. Now, this is Dracula, the proper name. This is the man mm-hmm. Dracula. For those who don't know who Dracula is. Aaron Eckhart. Other he's listeners. never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> when you tell him about it, he's like, holy shit, is this he's real? He's too good looking. He doesn't do Google searches like the normal man. What's your favorite Dracula movie with Dracula in it? I've never, I can't even tell you. I don't think I've ever even seen a full Dracula movie. My favorite Dracula film is Bram Stoker's Dracula because it was one of the first movies I watched with boobies in it. Were they inflatable? No, they were uh, the cold flesh of a of a vampire <laughs> vampiress's. Yeah, boobies. it felt like a sandbag. Yeah, and then my my favorite portrayal of Dracula on film is in the movie Monster Squad. And right now, there's like four people listening to this who are like, "Yay, Monster Squad! I love that movie." Monster Squad is an amazing movie, a monster movie that came out in the mid '80s. Starring children who fight the universal movie monster lineup. They fight Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, Wolfman, Mummy. Wolfman, Mummy. Uh, Those are my next two guesses. Well, we'll get there. Uh, They fight them all. It was written by Shane Black, the same guy who wrote the Lethal Weapon series and Iron Man 3. And it was a favorite when I was a kid. It's on Amazon Prime right now. I strongly encourage you to go watch they're not sponsoring this show so let's move it along this show uh, i have to take a break for a moment today's episode is brought to you by monster squad monster squad is a is a 1980s horror film cult classic if you go to amazon prime today uh look up monster squad click watch and enter the promo code tennis pod you will be allowed to finish watching the movie right Wolfman. So, you said mummy and werewolf. Wolfman. Wolfman. Okay. Wolfman and werewolf, we combined into one because... No, you combined into I one. I combined them into one because it wasn't... Because okay. Wolfman wasn't coming up here and I know that Wolfman and werewolf are the same thing. Werewolf slash Wolfman coming in at number 10, just ahead of Dracula. What do you, th- what do you think people... What's the motivation? Behind being a werewolf? Wolf? No, behind searching for werewolf. Like, I can't... You want to see cool pictures of werewolves and see if they I mean, have it's not genitals. Like, it's <laughs> Werewolf doesn't have the equity built up in its name the same way that Dracula or Frankenstein does. I just can't picture... And there's not like a ton of werewolf movies out there. So, I got to think it's people that are just curious to look at the Google images or people that are trying to dress up for Halloween. Although, werewolf did not make the top 10 Halloween costumes from last from episode 9 in our podcast. I disagree. I think werewolves are much more popular than you imagine, especially among the furry crowd. But there are... We've got a lot of furry listeners There was here. a Wolfman movie a few years ago with Benicio Del Toro. I never saw it, but I heard it was terrible. Wait, was Anthony Hopkins in that? Yes. Yeah, I did see he, that. It was terrible. He was the Wolfman's daddy. Did Anthony Hopkins turn into an old man werewolf? I can't remember. God, it was awesome. a long time ago, but you know, with that's hair. one movie where... I remember coming out of it thinking that Anthony Hopkins really phoned it in in that movie. Well, yeah. They were like, hey, here's a fucking Wolfman movie. And he said, uh, how, how much money has that Wolfman got? And do I have to leave my house? And they said, no, we'll film, film it at your house and bring you a big truck full of money. <laughs> he said, all right, I'm the Wolfman's daddy. You know, Anthony Hopkins, 
He doesn't got a badass on him either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's a lot of, I wouldn't say good where, my favorite, what's your favorite were- movie with the werewolf in it? I guess that. I mean, I can't even think of any okay. I've seen besides that other than like Scooby-Doo shit. Well. Or, you know, what didn't Jerry turn into, he was turning into a wolf man at the end of a Seinfeld episode when he was shaving his chest. <laughs> And he ran out of Kramer's bus into the woods and ripped his shirt off by the buttons and then just started. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you don't like Seinfeld references, then, then this might not yeah, be the podcast for you. My favorite werewolf on film is again the werewolf in uh, Monster Squad. He was the guy who oh, played Christ. the wolfman in Monster Squad is the same guy who played Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite. So, if you Is ever... Monster Squad a comedy? Huh? Is it a comedy? There is comedy and horror. I swear to God, you're not going to be disappointed in it. Why don't you fucking marry this movie? Already? I've tried. When it came out on DVD, I tried. I saw an episode of Oprah one time where a woman, I think it was Oprah, but a woman was sexually attracted to monuments. Uh-huh. So, she would go and like- Hump them? You know, it was, it was the same woman who like uh, married- <laughs> The Eiffel Tower. Married a, yeah, she, a roller coaster? I don't know, but she she did try, she either tried or succeeded in marrying some monument. Might have been like a bridge or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I have so few details from my memory that it's probably not even worth talking about, but that's what came to mind Wait, there. What did that have to do with werewolves? I think she, uh, she and Oprah are listeners of the show, so I, I wanted what to What did that have to do with werewolves? You mentioned wanting to marry the DVD of- Oh, God. Whatever that movie is, you won't shut the hell up about. So, werewolves, I think werewolves are cool. I want to be a wolfman for Halloween one year uh-huh. and that's that. So, mummy is the other yeah. one you guess. Mummy is number nine. But see, I think most people searching mummy aren't searching for like spooky monster mummies. I think they're searching for like the history of mummies. I know, but I can't. I know. I know. Go ahead. You'll find that out as we go through the rest of the list that I am beholden to what the masses of, are, are searching. Uh-huh. Mummy. We know the mummy is not scarier than, than Dracula or a werewolf because a mummy is just a crusty old zombie that's wrapped up in tissue paper. He doesn't move fast. He doesn't bite. I don't know. I don't know if tissue paper is accurate, but. I don't, yeah. I mean, mummy's number nine. I don't get it. Mummy doesn't scare me. I don't understand what the big deal about a mummy is. He doesn't even move that fast. You could just, you could literally just walk away from him. No good mummy movies either. I've uh, got to disagree. Monster Squad. Mummy is really good in Monster Squad. If you bring that up one more time, I might have to. The Mummy series with Brendan Fraser, mm-hmm. I did not see the Tom Cruise version be- for obvious reasons. But the uh, the Mummy series, there wasn't really any, you know, traditional mummies in that. They were all like... <laughs> like sexy villains. <laughs> <laughs> Fully. F- I want a mummy that's wrapped up in bandages saying, ooh, while he chases people yeah. with the goose step I, kind I, of march. I know one movie where you would be fully satisfied. <sighs> oh, Jesus. Don't say it. the end of the episode, I'm going to spoil Monster Squad and I'll give a warning before I do it but I do think the ending of Monster Squad is worth talking about. I think this episode is no longer the top 10 most Googled monsters. It's now the top 10 ways Brandon can squeeze in references to Monster Squad. Brandon's top 10 favorite memories from the movie Monster Squad. This might be worse than you doing the experimental noises that we threatened. That we threatened to do a top 10 list of your noises if people didn't review us on that That still hanging over everybody's head. Guess, (laughs) take another guess. All right. 
I'm missing the, all the top five. Right, here. you're missing all the top five and number seven. Nosferatu. Nosferatu is number 36. I think he's also in the top 10 for most popular baby boy names of 20. I also counted Count Orlock separately because people had been searching for Count Orlock, which is the proper name of the Nosferatu character. Count Orlock comes in at number 50. Nosferatu is number 36. If you have never seen Nosferatu, you can Google it. It's spelled N-O-S-F-E-R-A-T-U. It's an old movie and by God, he is one creepy son of a bitch. He's bald with some big ass pointy ears, little beady eyes in the middle of- You're talking about the actor at this point. No, I looked up and the actor is a handsome German man. You don't know his name off the top of your head? Johann Schmidt. (laughs) Anyway, Nosferatu, he's got the long creepy fingers, the biggest nastiest teeth. He's, to me, he's the creepiest looking thing, I think, on this entire list. Creepiest looking. Uh, Yeah, and he's a hell of a monster in bed, I hear. But he's, his movie was like 30s, wasn't it? Or 20s? Yeah, it's a very old movie. I think so it's saying everything made in the 20s and 30s film-wise looks creepy in some way or another. Uh, so, Nosferatu, super creepy. But not according to the Googlers. He's only number 36. What about It slash Pennywise the Dancing Clown? Damn it. He's not on here. I didn't think of that. <laughs> Fuck. He could have been number one. I don't know. All right. Well, let me think Stephen King here. Is there any Stephen King characters in the top 10? No, no sp- characters that are specifically Stephen King characters, but there are types of creatures that have appeared in Stephen King books. So, Cujo is not on here. Cujo is not on here. Would you like to give me give you some hints? Give me some hints. All right. Number seven, think big. Very big. A dragon? God damn it. That is not the answer to number seven. Although, you did just inadvertently guess the number one monster. Number one monster is dragon. Uh, What the... I don't know. Well, we all know why. Say it. Say why dragon is so popular. Uh, Oh, Game of Thrones. No, I was going to say there's a subreddit called uh, dragons having sex with cars. Dragons fucking cars. That was on the tip of my tongue. No, it's... uh, You're right. It's Game of Thrones has has breathed new life. I don't know. Dragon as a monster just seems like a separate category to me. I honestly did not want to include it. But when I... On the Google list of monsters, dragon was on there. So, I dutifully put it into the Google Trends and it kept beating everything. I have so much respect for you for how dutifully you stuck to this very subjective list. (laughs) Yeah, uh, leaving out fucking Pennywise the Clown. Anyway, dragons. We all know what a dragon is. Why don't you explain for the folks at home? A dragon is a big old lizard. (laughs) It's got wings. It's not a dinosaur? No, it's a big lizard. Kind of looks like a dinosaur, but it has big wings and it shoots fire out of its mouth. And they're always mad and you can ride on them. And it's also uh, very similar to Dragonite. Do you know who Dragonite is, Brandon? Mm -mm. Is he a little baby dragon? He's a Pokemon and he's big. Oh, God. But he evolves from, let's see, Dratini and 
something else. I don't have the list of Pokemon in front of me. Some nerds out there are yelling the answers at me. Get on your app, head outside and catch those Pokebugs. There's a dragon out there. Any other? Well, there's no good dragon movies out there. There was Dragon, what was that one? Dennis Quaid. Pete's Dragon. Pete's Dragon, which did not do well at the box office. Well, I I prefer the 70s. Oh, okay. The animated might have, yeah. But what's the dragon, Dragon Breath or something? There's There's a movie called Reign of Fire. No. With What's the Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey. Oh, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't... Dragon. That's the only dragon movies I can think of. There's a dragon movie. I'm looking it up. His here. list is dragging on. You know what I mean? Dragons are popular in Chinese culture because they represent dragons. Dragonheart. <laughs> yeah, that From 1996. Pff, never... Oh, wait. No. I know this. Sean one. Connery, Dennis Quaid. Sean Connery is the voice of the dragon. <laughs> yeah. I saw that shit. I was way into it. I, I was way into dinosaurs and by product of that, I was way into dragons as well because I think they're very similar. But you know, you mentioned Chinese culture and I I might edit all this out because I'm going to butcher it oh, so no. bad. But I remember hearing theories out there that, that dragons could be real in the past <laughs> because lots of different cultures have like ancient art and illustrations of dragons despite no communication, you know, they're across the world right. and they're both. So, you're saying maybe a dragon flew around and visited everybody. Or there were dragons. It couldn't have been the same dragon brain. Well, it could have been different dragons living in different cultures. Interesting that you bring up that uninteresting theory because there is another monster on here that may have inspired the uh, dragon. And it's number 35 is something called a basilisk. And a basilisk is just a big lizard monster, but there is also an actual lizard, a very large, real lizard called a basilisk lizard. So maybe, or a Komodo dragon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, a Komodo dragon has to be named after Co- uh, Johan Komodo, dragon. the guy who discovered them. Yeah, but he got the word dragon. So, what came first, the Komodo dragon or the fantastical dragon? Fantastical. All right. Is Jared from Subway in the top He's 10? He's not, but maybe he ought to be. Okay. So, you didn't get number seven. Let's go back to number seven. The clue was big. Think big. And you were red hot with dragon. You're very close. Snorlax. I don't know. Snorlax is another pokey bug. <laughs> Okay. Also a lizard. A shark? No, also a lizard. lizard. T-Rex? No, also a lizard, also breathes fire. Not a T-Rex? Also terrorizes Asian countries. Godzilla. Godzilla is number seven. It's a little low. Well, I think, I mean, I thought that was higher because I don't, when I think of something that would be scary to see at night, Godzilla, I mean, yeah, it would be scary, but I don't think about, I'm not scared of Especially Godzilla. Especially in your room, asshole. Uh, well, he is on the list at number seven. And I think it's mostly because there is some Godzilla movies within the last few years. Well, this list starts at 2004 on Google Trends. Yeah. So, did you see the Brian, the Godzilla that had Brian Cranston in it yes. from like, Three or four years ago. That's really that's probably the best Godzilla I've seen. Yeah. And there's another one that came out, I think, last year, uh, a Japanese Godzilla movie that I've heard is really good. I've seen clips of online, but it's in Japanese. So Did you see Godzilla two thousand? 
It was a Japanese no. one. I did, however, see the 1997 Godzilla movie starring Matthew Broderick. I think it was 98, but who's counting? And it sucked. Well. Sorry, Matt Broderick. I liked it. I, no, I liked it. I mean, I'm not saying it was like Oscar worthy. I enjoyed it for what it was. But I'm a big Godzilla You're mark, missing four so. of the top five. And these are some hot monsters. Are they topical? Yes. They're all very spooky and Halloween related. There's no like John Wayne Gacy type. No, these things. are no there's no proper names left in the top ten. Oh, no proper names. Okay, so then Ghost. Ghost. Which is to me is not scary. Not really that scary. Uh, how is that not scary? God, you're an idiot. Because okay, Ghost is number two, first of all. And go a ghost is transparent. What is a ghost gonna do to you besides just spook you? Um, haunt the shit out of you. Okay. Spook you. That's just spooking you over a long period of time. Bad for your heart. Let's talk about ghosts. Because while I don't think a ghost is, like, if a ghost was chasing me, I'd be like, eh, whatever. <laughs> you are so full of as shit. Opposed if to, a ghost was chasing you, you'd be. As opposed to Freddy Krueger. <laughs> oh, my God. Who has knives for hands. As opposed to Nosferatu. Yeah, but you're not, you're not rationalizing your fear of different things in the middle of being chased by a ghost. Now, if the ghost was Casper, maybe. <laughs> well, okay. Two, th- one quick thing about Casper. Is Casper a creature who was born a ghost and he's a child and he will continue to grow into an adult ghost? Or did a child die <laughs> and is now trapped as know. a ghost, a child ghost for eternity? Well, he's pretty happy then. I, I, yeah, I don't know the so answer. So, let me tell you about ghosts. Mm-hmm. Do you have any ghost stories that really happened to you? I have never experienced any event in my entire life where I thought there was any chance of a ghost. Now I got one. I, I got a few. I, I don't... Okay, go ahead. I got a few. These all happened around the time of college. So, I may have been drunk for all of them. Great. Let's write that down first so we keep it in mind throughout. Drunk for all. The first is my friend's rented a house where strange things happened. We would hear footsteps on the ceiling. We doors. Were you having a furry party? <laughs> no, do, uh, doors would lock and unlock on their own. Doors would slam on their own. And we would hear noises that sounded like someone else in the house when there wasn't anybody there. So, we used a Ouija board and uh, in the course of using this Ouija board, we were given a name. Girls who lived in that house freaked out because that name was... They found that name behind, uh, written on the washing machine. When they rented the house, they also got uh, a washing machine and dryer. And the thing gave us a name. And a couple hours later, they freaked out because one of them remembered that there was a name written behind the washing machine. And we went and looked and it was the same name. Then that same group of friends. But wait, hang on. Let me stop you. The name came from the Ouija board, right? Okay. And it was so someone knew someone saw the name first and then controlled the Ouija board. It wasn't like Johann Schmidt or even a name that is English or American based. It was Chinese, I believe, spelled with obviously with the English alphabet, but it was a name that 
none of us would have been able to come up with off the top of our head and would have... No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that they saw that... You said the name was on the back of the dryer? It was on the back of the washing machine and they had not seen it since they moved in. It had probably been like close to eight or nine months since one of them had seen that name and it was an extremely difficult name to spell. Okay. I... We'll concede for now. Okay. The other thing that happened, same group of people, for all you Googlers out there, you can Google Kitchen Lake Bridge in Oklahoma is a reportedly haunted area. We went down there and something I've read uh, about hauntings in my research, which I started at a young age, hauntings all sometimes involve smells. I know you're going to start laughing and say that I smelled dog shit out in the woods but anyway we went to this haunted area out in the middle of nowhere and stumbled upon a group of paranormal investigators who were Mm -hmm. out there with their equipment we were already freaked out when we pulled up because there were people out there with flashlights uh, in the middle of nowhere they turned out to be paranormal investigators and they told us that the whatever they were tracking some sort of movement through the woods we uh, was near us and we heard laughter in the woods. And then when we turned around to go back to our cars, we smelled a what smelled like a disgusting, very strong smell of death that was not there. We have, This is not a large area we're walking around, maybe 20 yards total. So, it's kind of a small area and we're hit with this overwhelming smell of like dead animal. To the point where we all looked at each other like, do you smell that? Do you smell that? Was it the hot dog in your pocket? And then as soon as we acknowledged the fact that it smelled, it immediately turned. The smell immediately changed to a very strong smell of flowers, like a very sweet, strong smell. Very freaky to be out in an area of the woods and where there are no flowers or not huge groups of flowers like that. And then to be just overwhelmed by flower smell. I don't know. Stinky ghosts. That's my ghost story. Well, stinky and flowery scented ghosts. So, what's your takeaway from all that? Do you believe that there was intervention from the other side? I think... Give us your yes or no. Do you believe in ghosts? I have to say yes or no. Yes. You believe in ghosts. So, you believe that ghosts are spirits from deceased people or they are an energy that has been imprinted on an area so it may not be like a being who is like oh, i'm gonna spook these people it may be like I, th- I think places like battlefields civil war battlefields are haunted in the way that uh that an energy was imprinted there i don't believe that like former dead soldiers are spooking the battlefields but i do believe People have reported seeing like a column of Union soldiers walking, you know, uh, mm-hmm. next to a, a Civil War battlefield. And I totally believe them. I think that there's probably some sort of extra scientific explanation that we're not able to understand yet that somehow the energy around <laughs> what was an, a horrifically terrifying ordeal is imprinted on that area and that at some point it replays like a, like a record or a recording. Like I said, I've never experienced anything so I cannot rule out stuff like this but 
Right now, I'm just in a wait and see mode. I'm open minded about it, but I've seen no evidence that would make me think. Let's put out a, a an all points bulletin. If you're listening to this podcast and you die soon, please show some evidence to Nick of come come haunt me. Yeah, haunting would not be scary to Brandon, according to him. No, come on, bring it on. Okay, but if they took monster crowd or whatever the hell that movie's monster called Squad, off of Amazon if Prime, if they take my monsters DVD. <laughs> Uh, okay, so All right. you got three Ghost. more in the top five. Well, now that I know Ghost and Dragon are on here, yeah. I think I can uh, figure out the rest. How about Scary Clown? No, Scary Clown's right, not how, on here. How about... God damn it. What about just Monster? Like No, no, no. More specific. Demon? Demon is on here. Demon is number five. Demon is the one I was saying earlier is very close to the devil himself. And although I don't, you know, I think the devil is cool. I don't think he's like real. Whoa. But uh, demons, a demon is, to me, the demon is one of the scariest creatures in film because a demon was responsible for the possession in the exorcist. I think people yeah. think it was the devil himself. Well, don't you have to believe in demons? Or wait, don't you don't you have to believe in the devil if you believe in demons? I mean, like maybe. Do you, so you do believe in demons? I don't believe in them, but they are scary in film. They're a scary thing to think about. Okay, but so you are going on record though that you do not believe in demons. God damn it! If a demon is listening, don't come <laughs> fucking spook me because I said that. Don't prove yourself to me if you if you're a demon. You want me to believe in you? Just Tell me and I'll, all right, you asked. No, but you have to possess him and then we will reenact the exorcist on Brandon. <laughs> Do you know what she did, your cunting daughter? He'll be, he'll be a lot. I'm a huge exorcist fan. I could do. He'll be a lot less cute than the girl in the exorcist. I could do the rest of this episode just using uh, exorcist quotes. I'd love to see you going down the stairs like she did too. <laughs> I can't go down the stairs like crawling on the front way. Uh, but if I do crawl down the stairs, I guarantee blood will come out of my mouth by the time I get down to the bottom. Well, if you put a hot dog at the bottom or inflatable killer clown tits, I'm sure you could find the motivation. Can you spare to some for a poor altar boy father. <laughs> uh, if, right. you, if you've not seen, if you're listening to this, you've not seen The Exorcist in a few years, just go watch it. It's always the scariest movie. It doesn't matter if you believe in the uh, Satan or the devil or demons or what it everything. I think a lot of ignorant people are desensitized to horror films and don't appreciate it for what it is. But instead of watching the exorcist, the exorcist, you should actually just go back and listen to episode five of our podcast where we covered the top 10 ish highest grossing horror films or go watch monster squad. There's no demons in it, but it's good movie. Anything else on demons? Uh, What's the scariest demon movie you've seen other than The Exorcist? Uh, I guess it would have to be another haunting movie, right? I don't know. I'm trying to think of movies where the it's a demon. There's no demons in Roger Rabbit. Uh, no demons in... Um, Monster Squad. Monster Squad. So, you're kind of out. Yeah, those are the only we two movies. We already covered The Exorcist. Only two movies I've ever seen. All right. So, I got... One dragon, two ghosts, a missing three and four. Five is demon, six is Frankenstein slash Frankenstein's monster. I, hey, I do want to say though, if yeah. if it turned out where I recorded the podcast of experimental noises, my idea was to go through 
this whole list of 50 monsters and intimate and in, uh, imitate every one of them. But I, I wanted to give you my demon noise. Okay. Do you remember in the exorcist where the priests, they've taken a break, I think, and they come back into the room to continue the exorcism and Reagan, the possessed girl is on the bed and the, the demon through her body is just lolling its tongue out and wiggling it going. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite part the of the movie. Uh, okay. So, you go demon noise. Well, There's two left. <laughs> Hang on. I do want to first give you a sincere thanks for treating us with the demon noise. I'll do a noise for the, the remaining two uh, monsters as well. Are these two in the same kind of general category as ghosts and demons? They are. Uh, they are also very close in their in their nature. What about a shark? Are we no, considering a shark? No, a shark is a sweet animal who just bites people. <laughs> um, bites people. It, that's a good. That's a good theme to continue thinking about. What are some spooky monsters that bite people? Are they not real? No, none of these monsters are real. Well, Loch Ness is, but besides that, bites people. We already talked about Dracula. Is it similar to Dracula? Yeah. Just a vampire? Yes. Okay, well, I thought Dracula covered us No, there. Dracula is king of the vampires. Vampire, anybody could be a vampire. Nicolas Cage... In, uh, what was it, Nicholas? K- no, Jim Carrey in that movie, Once Bitten. Didn't he get bit by a vampire or almost? He could have been a vampire. So, if you get bit by a vampire and he drinks your blood or she drinks your blood and then he or she gives you their vampire blood to drink back, then you can turn into a vampire. No, don't you just turn into one automatically if they sink their teeth into you? No. They can just feed on you and drink your blood and slowly drain you. But I think... Well, I think it depends on the fiction we're looking at because I'm sure there's... I think it was like that in Salem's Lot. Uh, maybe so. I'm thinking of Bram Stoker's Dracula where Dracula drained that girl over time. He kept coming to feed on her and when he finally drank all of her blood, she did turn into a vampire. But he also could turn people into a vampire by opening a vein... He turned Mina Harker into a vampire by opening a vein in his, maybe it was an artery. In his butt? In his, <laughs> yeah, he opened a vein in his butt and then she sucked on it. <laughs> he turned around and stuck his butt out and pointed at it and said, uh, drink from me and live forever. My uh, immortal beloved. <laughs> you know, you know who'd be a good vampire? Who? Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Can't you imagine him talking about being a vampire? Oh, shit. He would be the scariest vampire <laughs> because he has such a strong... Because when you say Samuel L. Jackson vampire, I immediately thought of Jules from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Turn around and going like, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> you know, Jules in Pulp Fiction got to be top 10 like favorite movie characters yes. I've ever seen. So good. Yes, he is. And you also just heard my vampire noise. Was vampire three or four? Vampire is number three. Do you know how to kill a vampire? With a cross and holy water and a stake. Well, the cross isn't going to kill him. The cross is just going to make him keep his distance. Okay. The holy water will burn him, but again, it's not going to kill him. He can keep his distance. Same thing with garlic. 
which would probably work on anybody even if they're not a vampire. The only way to kill them and make them stay dead is stake a wooden stake through the heart. And I believe if you're very specific that that wooden stake may have to be made out of rosewood. So, you've never had wooden steak. Do you think it tastes anything like beef steak? And don't even respond to that. The next point I want to make is, do you think if you also pulled down your pants, opened a vein in your ass and turned around and faced the vampire with your <laughs> ass, that it would also keep the vampire away the same way as a rosemary wooden steak? It would be like if someone put a delicious hot dog right on top of a trash can. <laughs> You'd be very conflicted. Yeah. you Right. You're speaking about yourself there. I understand. All right, um, number number four is the only one left in the top ten. And, yeah, and Vampire is very close. Same idea as number four. Number four has been super popular in the last few years, so much to the point now where most of us never want to hear about number four again. That should tell that is a very good clue. Well, I'm struggling because you said it's similar to vampire. It is. Okay, what is what's something about a vampire? They were dead. They drink blood. No, they were they, dead. Oh, zombie. Yeah, zombie. Zombie. Zombie is number four. I would say they're not similar to vampire in any way except that they're dead. Well, except that they're undead, which is the whole premise right. of- You get my point. No, I'm right. It's They're pretty much the same except one is sexy and one is gross. T- debatable, but sure. Zombies have been done to death. I don't know what else, what could possibly, what would you do in the zombie apocalypse? I know the answer for everybody. In the zombie apocalypse, you'd all die. The only people that are going to be alive after the zombie apocalypse is Ted Turner and Dick Cheney because they're going to be in the same underground bunker. You know, I enjoy about zombie movies and TV shows, I enjoy more seeing the people reacting than the actual zombie deaths myself. The, um, the black blood squirting out of their heads and stuff. Yeah, and you know, something else I heard someone say recently is an underrated component of the zombie apocalypse, should it ever happen, uh-huh. is that in addition to all the zombie deaths yeah. and people killing other people, yeah. all these old diseases that have been eradicated would start popping back up. Like all these diseases that thrive in unsanitary conditions. <laughs> you don't need zombies for that. Just keep not vaccinating your damn kids. Another hot take. Hot take. Uh, our, here's a hot take. Vaccinate your children. From our uh, sidekick host, Brandon. But yeah, I mean, all, all these diseases that have been eradicated would come back and that would uh, really start taking a toll on the population. <laughs> yeah, if there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm just going to go... I'm going to go out and get myself bit right off the bat. I'm going to say... Just like uh, Barney in The Simpsons when the zombies took over, Homer shined a flashlight onto, onto Barney's face and was horrified to see Barney eating the flesh of a man's arm. And he said, oh no, Barney. Man's butt? Oh, his arm. He said, Barney, you're a zombie too. <laughs> and Barney said, zombie? <laughs> when in Rome? <laughs> if there's a zombie apocalypse, I'm going directly to my friend's house. Shout out to... Cody. Same uh, zombie episode of uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Zon- uh, Homer is shooting zombies with a shotgun right and left. Or he says, take that Flanders and uh, shoots Flanders and Bart says, Dad, you just shot zombie Flanders. And Homer says, he was a zombie. 
<laughs> some of uh, some of my favorite uh, uh, Simpsons moments come from the Treehouse of Horror episodes when Homer and Bart are so sweet and innocent in the face of horror. In the face of horrors? Horrors, yes. Horrors. The horrors move in, shaking their little behinds for the menfolk. For the vampires to come after. You've guessed the top 10. I'm going to get back to the top 10. I'm going to run you quickly through the top 51 monsters and we'll stop a couple times along the way to discuss them. At number 51, last on the list is Gilman. What? Gilman is the proper name for the creature from the Black Lagoon. Are you talking about Gilligan? No, Gilman. He's got okay. gills and he's a man. He's the fish man. He's the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, okay. I've seen that guy. The, the bottom- in my, in my bedroom at night. <laughs> the bottom 10 monsters on here are kind of like the Island of Misfit Toys, but for monsters, they're all just <laughs> ugly, sad, forgotten monsters that probably have to hang out together at the lunch table because no one else wants to be seen with them. Number 51 is Gilman. Number 50 was Count Orlock, the Nosferatu. Number 49 is the Demogorgon from Stranger Things. Number 48. Oh. Number 48 is Creature from the Black Lagoon, the full, more recognized name for Gilman. 47 is Mothra. You know Mothra? Yeah, from Godzilla movies, yeah. right? Number 46 is a Manticore. You know what a Manticore is? Manticore is when I was Google trending these, is one I kept coming up with. It was If it was lower than Manticore, it was dog shit. Manticore was the bottom of the barrel for monsters. And a Manticore... It has the head of a human, the body of a lion, and the tail of, a, of venomous spines, similar to porcupine quills. Uh, and other depictions have it with the tail of a scorpion. Uh, the spines can be shot like arrows, making the manticore a lethal predator. It eats its victims whole, using its triple rows of teeth, and leaves no bones behind. The manticore sounds fucking metal. And Where does he originate from? He or she, excuse me. Let's see. I, I did not have that in my notes, but I am looking okay, it up. Great. Manticore. A manticore is early middle Persian and modern Persian legend. Uh, it's also depicted in Western European medieval art. Because they I've liked a lot of metal creatures. Why aren't there any manticore movies? Uh, because people would complain about how lame and unrealistic that's what I'm screaming I think a manticore movie would be really good number four wait before you move on the first thing I thought of when you said manticore for whatever reason I don't pretend to understand my mind Mm. is the praying mantis in space ghost coast to coast (laughs) you remember him yeah uh, Zorak yeah good guy like that guy his name is Zorak right I don't know Pull up your Google machine and take a look. Yeah, that's old Zorak. I will admit, Manticore and Zorak do sound like the same guy. Zorak, for the folks at home, is a seven-foot greenish mantis and is the foe of the show's titular superhero. <laughs> but he was on... The- Space Ghost had a talk show, Coast yeah, to Coast. Yeah, Zorak played the keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> 46, Manticore slash Zorak. And number 45 is the Xenomorph. The Xenomorph. That's the alien from Alien. Oh, okay. I was, yeah, I, I almost said him earlier. Yeah, I think it's a she. She's spooky. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, all right. She'll fucking implant a baby into you to burst through your chest. Number 44 is Jigsaw. 
Oh, I don't know if I count him. He's he's like a serial killer. Oh, well, I put him in here. He has a face of a clown, doesn't he? Have you not seen the Saw movies? I only saw the first Saw movie. Wow. Uh, I'm taking I'm taking way back from that. But, I won't see uh, a Saw movie if it doesn't have Danny Glover in it. First of all, I've seen every Saw movie and I love them all. I'll admit that some of them are, you know, camp, but I still recommend them anyway. Uh, and Jigsaw was the man... That was the name given to the serial killer. Yeah. Well, you know, is he a serial killer? Whatever. He doesn't actually kill people. You get you get it though. And the puppet is just a puppet named Billy the Puppet. Oh. He's like a talk he's a mouthpiece for Jigsaw in his videos. He's like the you to me. Uh might have to do do some math on that. Number forty three is a hobgoblin. Now what is that and how is it different from a regular old goblin? I'm glad you asked. I don't know. A hobgoblin is a mischievous imp or sprite. <laughs> Hang on. Can you say mischievous? A hobgoblin. Mischievous imp. Yeah, is a mischievous imp or sprite. <laughs> and I wondered this myself. So, I looked up goblin too. Uh-huh. So, goblin is a monstrous creature from European fol- folklore first attested in stories from the Middle Ages. They are ascribed various and conflicting abilities, temperaments, and appearances depending on the story and country of origin. They are almost always small and grotesque, mischievous, or outright malicious. Hang on, are you reading your dating app profile? Or are you reading... No. You're not reading your... This is from Wiki. Okay. Malicious and greedy, especially for gold and jewelry. They often have magical abilities similar to a fairy or demon. Similar creatures include brownies, dwarfs, duendies, gnomes, imps, and kobolds. They lump little people in there, huh? Yeah, dwarfs. Uh, I think a goblin, I think um, Rumpelstiltskin is a goblin because he could spin straw into gold and he was malicious and mischievous and greedy. He wanted a baby. Rumpelstiltskin is uh, one thing I did not expect to hear today. And two, you mentioned that the goblins differ based on the country of origin. Wouldn't Mm -hmm. that also speak to goblins being real? Because several different countries, despite, you know, not modern communications, are depicting goblins in their stories. I got to think that, (laughs) I got to think that back in the day when people were way less woke, there was probably a little person or someone who's just shorter than normal who was treated poorly and probably had a bad attitude because of their poor treatment and then it just morphed into like look at that little goblin and then Wait a minute. from there what about a troll uh okay so i gotta give you i gotta confess something about troll troll originally your new, was your newborn is a troll no troll was either number one or number two on the full list, but I took it off because I could tell from the Google trends that Troll was heavily influenced by the Trolls movie, the cute little mm-hmm. Trolls movie where they had little sweet little butts mm-hmm. and they sang and danced. I don't know about the butts, but yeah. They did. They all have little sweet bear butts. They um, don't have bear butts. Yeah, they well, do. The, that the silver to- the, one. The toys do. Yes. And the silver one in the movie, but that's the only one in the movie that did. Well, he had a sweet little butt. Okay, well, it could be. And anyway, they're not monsters, so I took trolls out of here. Trolls and goblins might as well be the same guy. What about gargoyles? 
Let me go back to my list because gargoyles are on the list. All right. Sorry, 43, I'm so excited. 43 was the hobgoblin. 42 is a kaiju, which is the big Japanese monster that fights. Number 41 wait, is wait, no, the- no, no, no. Fights Godzilla? It can fight Godzilla or King Kong or other kaiju. Oh, King Kong is not on here. King Kong is on here. Shut okay, your mouth. Okay. All, right, all right. All right. All right. All right. Number 41 is the Leprechaun from the movie The Leprechaun. Number 40 is Wendigo. You know what a Wendigo is? No. It's a mythical man-eating monster or evil spirit native to the northern forests of the Atlantic coast and Great Lakes region of the United States and Canada. It's, it's associated with murder, insatiable greed, and the cultural taboos against such behaviors. I think it eats people. He's a jerk. Wendigo jerk. Number 39 is Cthulhu. I've heard that. Where have I heard that? What is that? Cthulhu is a Lovecraftian. He's an HP Lovecraft monster. And he's got like an octopus Wait, mouth. HP Lovecraft. What what model of laptop was that? What year? From H- he's a uh, dude, I think. I know. I'm joking. Hector Pectoralis Lovecraft. Number 38 is Pinhead, 37 Jason Voorhees, 36 Nosferatu, 35 Basilisk, 34 Gargoyle. There's your Gargoyle. Higher than Jason Voorhees. Yes. Number 33, Minotaur. Number 32, Centaur. Do you know the difference between a Centaur and a Minotaur? Please tell me. I have to know. A Minotaur is like a bull man and a Centaur is a horseman. Oh, okay. Number 31, Loch Ness Monster. Number 30, The Invisible Man. You're calling bullshit on that. I think it is bullshit too, but he is technically a universal movie monster. But he's not monstrous. He doesn't get Is he in Monster Squad? Well, I don't know. You can't see him. (laughs) That's true. He could be anywhere at any time. He could be in the room. He's in every movie. Uh, Number 29 is Succubus. Uh, Do you know what a succubus is? I mean... Suscubus? A succubus is another demon in a female form or supernatural entity in folklore that appears in dreams and takes the form of a woman in order to seduce men, usually through sexual activity. That's where you get the suck and succubus. Number 28 is Jekyll and Hyde. I guess hmm, Hyde would be one. the monster. Number yeah. 27 is Gremlin. Yeah, whatever. We all know what a gremlin is. They're cute. 26, Freddy Krueger. 25, Cerberus. That's a three-headed dog. Number four, Chimera. 23, Cyclops. 22, Kraken. 21, Gollum. 29, or 19. Well, where's 20? Oh, fuck. Uh, it's top 50. <laughs> I deleted one. I don't know where it went. Don't you have 51 on there? Yeah, it's top so 50. So, we'll just bump them all back one. Yeah. So, 19 is Chupacabra. Yeah. 18, Michael Myers. 17 is a ghoul. Just a ghoul. That's stupid. Do you know what a ghoul is? I mean, isn't it just a ghost? Yeah, uh, but especially one that robs graves and feeds on dead bodies. Oh, so Ed Gein was a ghoul. Yes, exactly. Number 16, Medusa. (sighs) Oh, from the old... um, You remember her? Snakes for hair? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine, I mean... Imagine like being married to Medusa or just sleeping in the same bed with her. Mm-hmm. That'd be a problem because the snakes would always be. Her head was always hissing. And if you yeah. look at her and tell her like, hey, can you put your snakes to bed? Turn into a rock. Yeah. 
I think the shampoo situation must have been tricky for her as well. Because really, you should just get snake soap if that I th- exists. I think in the stories, she like she looked good too. So, like a uh, Homer on his Odyssey or whoever it was, I don't know, Odysseus. Someone would go in there to look at Medusa, and they'd like start at her feet and be like, "Okay, she's pretty good looking." Little start her feet. But then, yeah, like nice hips, nice boobs. They're all on their way up. Like, oh, she's got her makeup on. She's looking good. And as soon as they get to the hair, done. But then aren't they also a rock by that point because they look at Hell yeah. Oh, but, you mean. Well, yeah. Uh, double meaning there. Yeah. But, you know, I mentioned snake soap. Is that a thing? Do people with pet snakes? No, snakes clean themselves because they shed their skin. Yeah, you don't have to wash a snake. That'd be pretty good though if you did. Everybody at home. Work out your- uh, Be careful, you know, don't wash your snake. You Work out your snake washing arm if you get my drift. Number 15 is Banshee. <laughs> Yeah. Which all I know is it's like something that lives in the trees that goes like, I. <laughs> uh, number 14 is a siren. Okay. That's like a witch. Yeah. It's like a three headed woman out in the sea and she sings to sailors, bringing them close. But when you get close, you crash your ship on the rocks. You saw the movie Hercules, right? The cartoon? Uh, no. Okay. Well, there's these three witches. Yeah. And they might share a body, I'm not sure. But they share an eyeball for sure. So, they pass an eyeball around to see. Mm-hmm. No, I think those are different. I think yeah. those are like soothsayers. A soothsayer is not a monster, but they are ugly. You don't have to be Teach ugly to be a monster. Number 13, King Kong. King Kong. A little low. I mean, especially since he's had a few movies since 2004. Mm-hmm. He could be and Skull Island. Yeah, and then the one with Jack Black. Remember that? It was like 05, I think. School of Rock? Oh, <laughs> you mean the movie called, it was just called King Kong. Yeah, everyone when everyone yeah. had King Kong fever when that came out. Number 12 is Goblin. And then we're back to our top 11. Dracula, Werewolf, Mummy, Bigfoot, Godzilla, Frankenstein. Number five, my favorite, Demon. Number four, Zombie. Number five, Vampire. Number two, Ghost. And then number one, Scariest Google Monster. Debatable. Dragon. Next time you're getting intimate with your wife or any woman or any man. No. I want you to do the demon tongue (laughs) and start that way. Lead off that way. Uh, But on this list, okay. As a reminder... Correct me if I'm wrong if, on any of this, but these are the top 51 most Googled monsters. Yeah. Who would you say, just in the history of the world, are the most famous or well-known monsters from this list? Like, just rattle off a f- top five. I got mine. We got... Dracula. Bigfoot, Dracula, uh, King Kong, Frankenstein, maybe the Kraken? No, Godzilla, Freddy, Freddy Krueger, and Jason are way more. Uh, you, well, think about like the history of the world, though. Oh, history of the world. Yeah. Oh uh, well, then it's, it's got to be a lot of these ancient ones that no, no one's ever no, no. heard of. If it's history of the world, then it's like, well, then dragon and ghost are probably pretty far up there. Same thing with vampire and demon and werewolf. I don't know. Did demons exist before like the Bible? Oh yeah. Uh, did they? Okay. Oh yeah. Because the Bible is relatively new in the grand scheme of the world. Sorry for all you theologians and biblical scholars out there, but 
a lot of stories in the Bible are based off of other religions' stories, and they are adapted and rewritten across multiple different religions and cultures. Demons have, from Babylonian times, from when we were crawling out of the mud and scratching ourselves, demons have been a problem. Well, you just really offended one of our listeners, Chris Pratt. Oh, does he... I don't know. I think I read somewhere he's into that, but I don't know. Wait, what is he into? <laughs> oh, he's just, you know. The Bible is the yeah. literal word of God? Okay. Well, hey, don't quote fair me enough. On that. Don't quote me on that, Chris. I could I be... I heard that somewhere. Hey, I could be wrong. Then the Bible could be the literal word of God. And if it is, then there really were dragons. Were there dragons in the Bible? Yeah. I got to brush off my old Bible. The Bible, the Old Testament is pretty metal, and so is uh, Revelations. A lot of these critters seem like they just came out of uh, Revelations, too. Was that uh, Mothra? What's that? Mothra? No, the Mantra. Manticore? Was he in the Bible? He or she? Manticore, Medusa, Gollum, Kraken, Chimera, Cerebus, Centaur, Minotaur, uh, what about Zorak from Space Ghost? Was he Manticore. Those all sound like they could have come straight out of Revelations. What about Zorak? Yeah, but but all those things out of Revelations in turn came from earlier stories from other religions. Right, world. but Revelations Just, is probably the one that it's the book, the stories that are most well known. Yeah, which is New Testament also. Yeah. You mentioned Old Testament was... Old uh, Testament plus really. Revelations equals metal. Yep. All right, that's it. There's your uh, spooky Google monsters. Spooktober continues with uh, hair-raising goosebumps all around. Yeah, and next week's episode, episode 11, will actually be dropped on Halloween Day itself, 2018, October 31st, 2018. And so, I have the list on that episode. I'm going to have to think of something even spookier to cover on that. But this was a good list, Brandy. Thanks, I know. If only you put this much effort from this list into being an adequate sidekick podcast host. And we might actually have something. I'm not a sidekick. All right. Anything else you want to tell our millions of listeners? And Chris Pratt. Yeah. Well, uh, this is my last desperate plea. Go watch Monster Squad. It's oh. on Amazon Prime. Join the club. What's the club? Which club? The club of people who have seen and enjoyed Monster Squad. Right, okay. Yeah, don't miss out on that club. It everyone. makes Goonies look like a peanut. Man, we be- we better get some sponsorship dollars out of Monster Squad. I told you, use, use promo code TennisPod. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and try that, people. Let us know how it goes. All right, well, we will be back next week with another Spooktober episode. Don't forget, you can give us ideas. Give me some ideas. I need some ideas for episode 11. You can send me a message or just send out a tweet or whatever to tennis pod uh, on twitter facebook and instagram we will see it and respond and send you pictures of brandon's butt and and brandon <laughs> brandon making noises with his mouth <sighs> check out the box office refund podcast and there's got to be something else i can plug here monster squad monster squad don't forget your vitamins today mm-hmm. um stretch Stretch, maybe some uh, some meditation. Uh, eight eight glasses of water. And if you listen to this episode, do us a favor and just listen to it a second or third time. Get our numbers up. 
Yep. All right, that's it. We'll see you next week with episode 11. Thanks for listening and toodaloo. <laughs>